the Mark West Sports Podcast. We're back on the Mark West Sports Podcast, and I don't know about you, West, but I had a great time on Thursday night, bro. Like a surprisingly good Thursday night. It was it was a happy Veterans Day to all the veterans Dolphins fans who've been yep. sticking with the Dolphins for you know this season and and all these years it was it was it was so surprising bro like just as just to see them play well it was like I was almost hesitant to even scream or just (laughs) I was like what's what's really going on like like I was in a dream I felt like I was in a dream world going on I was like I felt like we found a kryptonite and we we put that on Lamar Jackson and and he you know, was was gooking, and you know, I think you know he just really had a bad game, a short week, a lot of lot of Thursday night teams on the road usually don't play well. I'm not I'm not giving them excuses, but like something had to be up, like because Baltimore Ravens, they're the Baltimore Ravens, man. That they're they're, they're a, a model of consistency for the past I don't know twenty years, pretty much. Uh, so. To see the Dolphins go out there and beat the Baltimore Ravens on Thursday night was great to see. Yes, uh, yes. However, Wes, it was not because of your boy, Tua. You know what I'm saying? It was because of that defense. That defense won that game. Now mm. let, let's let's not let's not no 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 that's where we're gonna that disagree. Game. That's it was David Howard. It was, you know, that D-line. It was um, putting pressure. It, it was keeping a Lamar Jackson bottled up yep. and not getting, not uh, letting him loose because he didn't really get loose for a lot of yards. He's on my fantasy team, so I was a little conflicted. I was oh. like, damn, he wasn't what even game? getting nothing. See, see but what you game know? did you so. watch, my friend? What because game did you watch? Because that look, was the same game because Tua only made one throw and it was wide open, and that was it. He didn't Let me make no. To you no real quick. Let me explain something he to you real no quick. Throws, bro. Like, nah, 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 like, nah. It was Tua this didn't win the game. It was all this is how my game. Thursday started. <laughs> this is how my start my Thursday started. It was a little bit different from Marcus. You know, it started all great because I knew that we we're gonna win. Um. Well, I didn't know we were going to win. Excuse me. My, my bad. <laughs> I knew we were going to play. You know, we we're going to play on Thursday. So I was like, all right, Sunday, I get to really just vibe on Sunday. You know, I don't really need – I could watch other teams, really. I could just really take my time and focus on that one game. And when I found out that tool was not going to start the game, I was like, what the hell is going on? I was starting to feel like you. Like, man, this guy's always injured. You know, Mark is going to give me crow when I come on the damn show. <laughs> He's going to be like, yeah, he was injured again. Availability is the best availability. Hey, you know that, I know that, that's what he was going to say. You know that was but coming. Me, yeah, I knew it was coming. But <laughs> the thing that the thing that 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 make me question everything that come come behind this organization is you have him be the backup. You have him be the backup. So if the quarterback for set get injured, he has to play. That means that his hand is not that effed up. So what the hell are y'all doing? You know, you drafted this guy, you know, number five overall. 
we're trying to give him nine games so we can see if, you know, we want to get Deshaun Watson. It, it seemed like it's already sealed. It seemed like everything that that the owner do, you remember with Sperano when they wanted they wanted um the Ravens um brother, the head coach brother, Harbaugh, the other Jim Harbaugh. They wanted him. And for some reason, you did it behind the person's back. You lost Sperano. And it seemed like you're losing Tua. Regardless if you like Tua, if you don't like Tua, like, how are you going to keep doing shit like this? I mean, if you didn't want him, then you didn't need to draft him. The same thing that Marcus already know and everybody else know, he's short. He's supposedly injury prone. Yeah, you may be accurate, something that I love. You're accurate. You know, you get to put certain things in tight windows. You can throw all the throws. I can't really say if you can throw deep ball or not deep ball because, I mean, I don't expect you to throw 80 yards. So if you could throw 40 yarders, like, I could care less. Like, I could have you as my quarterback. It's some, it, 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 it's something like you win with De'Aaron King. De'Aaron King, the old line seemed like they couldn't block for him. TVD come in the game. Now the light popped up, and now you know how to block. Same thing how it comes with Tua. Reset, you're in the game, you're getting hit. You're, 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 you're overthrowing the ball. You don't seem like you don't have that rapport with the wide receivers. Yeah, you're, you're, you've been in the league, and I think you're a decent player, but I don't know if you're a fit in Miami. And then you get injured. I mean, I heard it on the on the screen, you yelling after the guy landed on your knee. And I was like, damn, we're going to lose the game. Why? Because Tua is injured. That's what they're saying. Last game, he was on the sideline throwing balls. How are you injured and you're throwing the balls on the sideline? How are you injured and you're the backup quarterback? So if the quarterback get injured, you actually got to come in the game. And that's exactly what happened. And when you came in the game, the offense looked different. I mean, we still look suspect, but the offense looked different. We scored twice. You know what I'm saying? Tua had a touchdown. The ball will waddle that finger that, that's fractured or broke. How are you going to throw the ball with a broken finger? So for me, it just seemed like the Dolphins just keep putting him in a bad situation. Dolphins want Deshaun Watson. Cool, you want Deshaun Watson, but stop lying. Stop making it seem like there's something wrong with two and there's nothing wrong with two. The O-line is still the problem, regardless of the fact. Because, look, going back to University of Miami, you see the logo. De'Aaron King was there. He got injured. Now TVD in the game, and they know how to block. Brissett is in the game. People can't block. Tua comes in the game miraculously people can block and people can catch the ball. So for me, that's all that makes sense for me. You need to have two in the game. He needs to start the next game. I know it's going to be a long week. He should have more time to heal his finger. And why not see if this guy is the guy and you don't need to worry about getting Deshaun Watson? Because if he looks great, where Mark is going to change his mind, like he's scoring four or five touchdowns because he, you're blocking for him, then Mark is going to be like, why give three first-round picks, two second-round picks for somebody that 
we don't know if he's going to be able to play. Of course I want you. I want you here. You're, you're, you're the dream girl that's just dangling right there. Yeah, I want you. But if I got wifey over here that I know what it is and she does the same thing, yeah, you may look better, but I got something nice over here too. I ain't going to go ahead and cheat on you. So same thing with Tua and the Dolphins. See if she see if he's the guy. And if he's not the guy, then move on. I don't have no problem with move, moving on. I don't have no loyalty to him. I'm loyal to the Dolphins. I'm loyal to winning. But again, if you keep putting people in a bad situation, like, yo, you got Devontae Parker on injury reserve. How many times you're going to figure out that this guy is not the guy? Yeah, when he's in the game, he does something. Because he's big. Preston Williams, same thing. What is going on? Can't catch the ball. Can't, like, can't get on the field. Then you got Albert Wilson. Albert Wilson looking like a bowler. You seen what he was doing against the Ravens? What happened to that? He on that play, though. Huh? He should have scored on that play. Like, how yeah, he you should not have, score on that he play? He should have, could have, but think about it. Ford had a... a, 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 a I didn't even know like, Isaiah Ford was still on the team. That was Yes, yes. Because, <laughs> look, he had like, I think, 48 or 58 yards um, with one play. Um, um, what's his name? Our rookie. Uh, Waddle, same thing, like, for like 58 Albert Wilson, same thing for like 58. We ain't seeing, we normally don't see these big plays. Try to go ahead and look and see what they had, the big plays that they had. Because I remember they had big plays. And that's what the announcers had said. So all of them had big plays. Mike Gesicki didn't even ball. I don't even think he had a catch. He did not have a catch because I had exactly. him in my team and I was mad. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. But again, you know what you get from um, Gesicki. So, again, imagine all those catches with Gasecki actually catching the balls. It looked like a de- decent team. The defense always been, de- excuse me, decent. But you got to understand, you put the defense on the field in Miami weather for 48 minutes because the offense is always three and out, they're going to get gassed. They're going to not be that same person. So, again, they blitzed Deshaun, I'm not Deshaun Watson, but Lamar Jackson all game. And they couldn't figure it out. I love that. When you see that something is working, why do you stop doing it? Why do you stop doing it? The Dolphins always have the habit of doing that. Devontae Parker, you feeding him, he's balling. Now he disappeared. Gasecki, you feeding him. Now he disappeared. Waddle, you feeding him. Now he disappeared. It's like you forget that they got you these plays in the beginning. So, again, if it's coaching staff for me, the coaching staff is suspect. I love the head coach. I don't like the O-line coach. I don't like the wide receiver coach. I don't like the D-line coach. I don't like these guys. So, again, offensive coordinator. I don't like them either. So, for me, one plus one is two. It's always going to be the O-line for me. They looked good. They won the game. But at the end of the day, there was a lot of things that I just didn't like. The O-line, like, 
they did a flea flicker. And normally when it comes with a flea flicker, right? You throw it deep, right? The O-line gave him no time for the flea flicker. He had to give it right back to the running back that gave him the ball. Yeah. Really, that's O-line. When you're doing a screen and you have, you know, that was kind of like a, a, a supposed to be a screen, screen pass and the big guy got it. Yeah, I, I wanted to talk about that shit because because uh, you mentioned the O line, but I was like, man, the O line was like the biggest story of the night nationally because he yes. had your boy Hunt, um, I forget what his first name is, Robert Robert oh, Hunt, man. catching the ball, you know, and like you could t- when he caught that ball, man, you could tell like Buddy was he was either running back or or like he played youth football like with yeah. the ball in his hands because he had that little jump cut mm-hmm. and then he reached. For the ball, some receivers who don't even do that, and he reached. And when it happened, I was like, I was convinced this is was legal because when it first happened, I was like, did he report as eligible? You know, because if he didn't report as eligible, it's obviously illegal. I was like, he must have reported as eligible because he caught the ball like it was for him, you know. And then he ran. To, I mean, damn! Like every big man across the nation was like. Yeah, we we got some, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know that was just a great moment. But yeah, you yeah, go what, ahead. what they tell you, he's athletic, right? He's athletic. Our O line is athletic, so that means that you should be trying to do a lot more screens. You should be trying to do certain things. But our O line, our um, coach, our offensive coordinator, do not know how to put these guys in the best position. You got somebody that's athletic, and you're not going to use that athleticism on the field. Imagine him downfield. I remember Jamie Nels was blocking for Ricky Williams like 15, 20 yards up the field. That is him. That's Robert Hunt. What are you doing? If I could see it, then why are you not seeing it? So again, the Dolphins, look, I know you want to blame Tua. You say he didn't do anything. He had a touchdown and the offense, it turned not from night to day. Look at it like De'Ara King. They had De'Ara King in the backfield and people don't know how to block. I mean, the Dolphins still don't know how to block, but they got a little better. They gave them some time. You can't throw the ball for 58 yards, you know, if, if, if somebody don't give you no time. So they gave them time here and there. They just inconsistent. Inconsistency comes with the head coach and his coaching staff because the head coach, none like Manny Diaz, he sees it's not working and he's changed that. People that that's not showing up and dropping the balls. Why are you playing? I don't care that I'm giving you this money. You on the bench. And that's what Brian Flores need to go ahead and do. All this loyalty and this stand the other, like you need to, you need to go ahead and, 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 and make a big change in your coaching staff. And you may not be able to do it right now in the middle of the damn season, but if you actually save your job, you better find a, a, a different coaching staff. You know why? Because at the end of the day, Stephen Ross, he's old. He don't got time for it. You know, um, you want to see the black general manager do good, but he's suspect. His job is on the line. Your job is on the line. If yeah. if, if your if the general manager gets fired, what happens? They 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 hire a new general manager, and hopefully they look outside and not inside. Um, what happens? He normally finds his own coach. He normally finds his he I want to be the one that signed off on the Deshaun Watson deal. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. again, like you want to be like Manny Diaz. He's on a winning streak right now. We're looking forward to 3:30 today. 
because Manny Diaz seemed like it's not a sinking ship. It's not the Titanic. You don't even look. That iceberg didn't sink the ship. It seemed like we got rafts and all type of stuff. So again, at the end of the day, Brian Flores, I'm happy with a win with the Miami Dolphins, but I'm tired of everybody blaming Tua because at the end of the day, if you keep putting him in a bad situation, then like, what do you want? What do you want to happen? You can't put keep putting, um, and not just that, our running game. Running game. They keep blaming it on the running backs. How are you going to blame it on the running back? We'll, we'll run the ball three times in a row. Same play with no fullback to give him a head start. And y'all surprised that he's not going nowhere. Our O-line is trash already. He needs somebody. He needs a head start. He can't be in shotgun and, and what? What he's going to do? Nothing. He's going to run right into a wall. You're not getting no push. So again, at the end of the day, when you watch the Dolphins, watch it like me, Marcus. Don't blame it on Tua. Blame it. Be like, all right, boom. Tua, he just overthrew it. He had time, he overthrew it. Tua, he threw it to the wrong guy. Tua, when it's those, I feel you. But when it's like, hi, I look up and somebody in your face, then yo, you can't blame it on him. You can't do that. Look, you got to give the quarterback at least three seconds in the pocket. He don't be having three seconds. He'd be having like one, one and a half. If the most, what can you do? You're going to throw it to the closest person to you, running back. <laughs> like at the O-line, two yards from the O-line, and hope that he, 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 he's a scat back and he, he can make a play out of nothing. Look at it like that, please. Again, because... Everybody can't can't keep knocking on Tua like for Tua to have to deal, bless you, for Tua having to deal with what the Dolphins are doing, like it's a disgrace. Because at the end of the day, like y'all gave Tannehill seven damn years. You barely gave this guy a year. Like, what's going on? Now you now you Tannehill either. I didn't believe in Tannehill either. I was like, I've been saying like we, we should have got rid of Tannehill. Me too. Like, like the same way I'm, I'm I'm gonna say we need to get rid of Tua. Nah, but look at it with Tannehill, just like De'Ara King going back to De'Ara King again. He was a raw receiver his whole life. And then you change him to quarterback. He don't have the, the awareness that a quarterback that was groomed his whole life, Pop Warner, would do. You know what I'm saying? Like, so again, when it comes to 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 these quarterbacks that short, these quarterbacks that 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 I really think you know it depends on the on on the coaching staff because look again, Lamar Jackson, um, he had a bad game, but when they drafted him, they wanted him to be a wide right receiver or something, and he was like, hell no, they changed the whole offense for him. Russell Wilson, same thing, he's short. Drew Brees, short. Why are these short quarterbacks? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is short and small, just like Tua. Is I don't want to hear, oh, he's small. No. I mean, Kyler Murray, you give any give Kyler Murray a free shot where he has one second in the in the pocket and, and, and his right tackle just doesn't block the DN coming full speed while he's like this. And he hit him right in the ribs. Kyler Murray's going to be out the game, just like Tua. You know what I'm saying? So, again, O-line, y'all need to do better. 
the game, yeah, we won. The highlight was big guy, Robert Hunt. Um, but again, just showing that, it just shows um, that these, these, these individuals do not know what to do on the field. Because as an O-line, you should know that you have to check in. You feel me? Like, if you know you caught the ball, then why you ran for the touchdown? Even though it was great run for its run. But you should have known that it was not a touchdown. You were celebrating and everything. You had everybody thinking that. You had everybody thinking that 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 it was a touchdown. And who's supposed to put him on point? Who? The coaching staff. So again, like it is what it is. People be in the wrong position, two raw receivers in the same spot. Who is that? Coaching staff. So hey, it is what it is. You want to blame Tua cool. But look at Tua, like I just said. If he has one second in the pocket and somebody in his face, Tom Brady, nobody's going to do shit. They're going to get sacked. Tom Brady's not even going to try to run. You know, he's going to get sacked. You know, he's just going to probably throw the ball at the O-line feet or just drop on the floor. And and Tua, that's what you probably need to go ahead and do because these guys are not blocking for your ass. These guys are not putting you I hear you about the O-line. Trust me. I hear you about it. But what you saw that night was very telling about how they feel about Tua. And it sounds like they feel the same way that I do. That oh. Tua, Tua is a wait, 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 wait. Who, who are you talking about specifically? Are you talking about the players or are you talking about the coaching staff and the general manager? The because... coaching staff and the general manager feel the same way that I do okay. about Tua. They okay, feel like feel he's, you. he's a backup because if he was healthy enough to play, then he should have played. But they don't they don't feel like he is the guy because, so, so... because he was allegedly injured, not all right, playing. All right. So they pro they thought that Brissett would give them a better chance to win. So that's perfect, how Brissett started. So you and did. that's how and I feel. How about did the offense look when Brissett was in the game? It looked like the same offense, like trash, not doing nothing. Offense ain't going nowhere. And then the, went to the a game and they gave him a spark. It looked like trash, bro. There was only one big play, and it was a wide open busted coverage that Tua hit him for. Uh, a big game that Albert Wilson should have scored on. Like I said, it was the only big offensive play of the game. It was the it only it was the only play that led to an offensive touchdown. We scored another touchdown in the game, but it was on defense. And I'm not blaming Tua for like, you know, I'm not blaming Tua for how bad the Dolphins are. All I'm saying is that Tua did not win this game. It was the defense that won this game. It was clearly the defense needs to have their get their flowers about this game and not Tua. He hit one player that was wide open, and it was a big gainer, and that eventually led to a touchdown. Yeah, but besides that, you didn't really do a lot in this game. You are are not a player that that the coaching staff even has confidence in to start so to me Tua is a backup quarterback he's a backup quarterback well, he's not he starting in the NFL and that's how the Dolphins feel that's how Marcus feels on on the Mark West Sports podcast he's, he's not the guy now. where's Deshaun Watson Clear your court cases so right. you can come on down to South so Beach. Let's just say, so let's just say, let's let let let's, let's just say that. And let's just also, say that Tua wins the rest of the games 
handedly and look like the number five pick Let's that we just say, we, we gonna, you gonna, you gonna just say, oh, we ain't speaking in what ifs. We can we ain't, we ain't speaking in what ifs. Well, I'm just judging about what I see and I what I've seen up to this point. Because I can say, oh, what if he lose all of his games for the rest? What you gonna say? Oh, you can say I'm, that I'm, too. Look, look, no, but I'm not gonna say what what I think is gonna happen with these next few next few games. All I'm gonna say is what I've seen thus far to as a backup quarterback. He's not a starter in this league, and we need to start looking for different quarterbacks. That's coming up. Um, the kid from Ole Miss is somebody that you have to consider drafting maybe uh, next season because they are, are not the guy. They um, Tua is not the guy for me right now. Now, as far as the offensive line, I do want to make a point about an uh, 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 interview that I heard with Jimmy Johnson, the great Jimmy Johnson, uh, led the Hurricanes to 87 championship. He was on the radio this week, uh, the, the Joe Rose show. And he was saying that he was saying that the it's all about the players. It's all about good players. It's not about the coaches, except for one position coach that you have to have. You have to have a good offensive line coach in order to be successful. It's not about the offensive line, the players. It's not about that's what he was saying. He said any offensive line can be good. It's not like, you know, New England had like what a, the best offensive line in the world. It's not like the Giants, when they won championships, they had the best offensive line in the world. Maybe they had one or good, really good offensive line, but collectively they weren't like the best offensive line in the world. It's all about the offensive line coach. And I think That's that goes on. And, and that, I think that goes on every level of football. So, yeah, we do need to replace the offensive line coach, maybe also the uh, offensive coordinator. But But at the same time, at the same time, Wes, you play Madden, right? Mm -hmm. Now, when you play in Madden and you're on offense, you could tell what what the defense is about about to happen. You're looking at the defense to see, oh, it looks like they're in man. Oh, it looks like they're in zone. Oh, it looks like a blitz is going to come on this side. So, yeah. I also yeah, see, yeah, I can't I can't blame the offensive line for everything. See, but look, they be doing nano misses sometimes. Certain I can't say like Tua has to be able to see that the rush is coming. He has to already know, hey, I'm gonna go to this player or that player. I mean, it's not about his size, obviously. Kyler Murray, it's not like his offensive line is the best in the world, but he knows how to escape. He's got better escapability than Tua. He throws a better ball than Tua at this point of his career. I mean, Kyler has been in the league a little, a little longer, um, but, you know, I'm definitely not going to blame it on his size or anything like that. You know, you definitely made the point of, there's been a lot of great quarterbacks who have been undersized. So it's definitely not that. I think he is basically Tannehill 2.0. He's checked down Tua. You know what I'm saying? Check down Tua and Tannehill, they don't go deep. They barely ever hit deep balls, which I don't understand because he used to hit balls at Alabama all the time. The Devontae Smith and, you know, other great receivers out there. Jerry Judy, have Judy or whatnot. Of course he had an O-line. He had the best exactly. O-line, he had the best O-line <laughs> exactly. in, college, in college football. Exactly. But that's not, not going to happen in the NFL, bro. That is not going to happen in the NFL. There's no team other... that is good as Alabama. Um, in the NFL, 
you're never going to have that difference of athleticism ever. I so, know what you're saying, but when you he, see when you see so that really kind of makes my point, bro. Like nah, that, that really kind of like makes this. Point. You give, if you, you give want an offensive line that's great, then you probably gonna be great. But if you on an offensive line that's not good and you're not good, that means you can't be a starter in the NFL. Straight up. All right. When he does good, I'm gonna make sure that I come to all these damn clips and I'll be like, you see what I've been saying? We could have had him here. Or we can still have him here and just have him as a backup and still get the sign. I don't think they're going to pay two quarterbacks that money. But, I mean, like, I don't want them to say, oh, um, we could get drafts for him. Y'all don't know how to draft. So I'd rather, my, I'd rather just keep to a, get Deshaun Watson if that's the case. But me, I, 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 I still want to go ahead and get this O-line coach fired, the offensive coordinators fired, because when I see other teams, like, their offense just looks better. And they could be still a garbage team, though. But the offense still looks better. It's, you have individuals that's open. Well, I'm like, damn, how did this – over and over again, over and over again. So you see Sean Payton. Sean Payton is an offensive-minded coach. And you, when Drew, Drew Brees was playing, people – I'm like, how are you open? Like, where was the defense? Where? Same thing with, with, with New England. Same thing with all these other teams, you know, that's garbage too. I just don't know about the offensive coordinator. I do not know about the O-line. We have two offensive coordinators and we still trash. Like, let that sink in. We got two offensive coordinators and we still trash. He fired two other offensive coordinators before that. So that's why I got to give Brian Flores a little blame because like, yo, you keep making the same mistakes. Like you need to holler at somebody that's older. You want to be young with the young offensive coaches. Like, yo, this is your first chance getting a, a, a head coach position. You probably scared that if you don't do good, then they're going to be the interim head coach when you get fired and you just put somebody else in that position. But yo, like you, you, you gotta, you gotta make it happen. And if anything, you got to fire that person before that happens, because if you wind up being trash, you fire him before they fire you so they could stay with you. But again, you want to go ahead and have someone that's actually older, that's been doing this office line coaches, seen different blitzes went against great defensive-minded coaches. And Bill Belichick is not the only great defensive-minded coach. You know, I think some people be getting it twisted. You got the Rex Ryans um, on family. You got you got um, Pittsburgh, um, you know, Dick LeBeau defense. You have all these individuals that, that, that play good defense. And um, I'm pretty sure there's somebody that's old, that retired, that still got that itch. And want to eventually come back and be the office coordinator you or the office line coach they don't want to have to deal with the media and the stress that's something that the head coach could deal with they just want to come back so they're tired of watching grandkids you've seen the head coach of, of 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 the jacksonville jaguars he did it plenty of times and because he keep getting that itch you know jimmy johnson only reason why he ain't come back is why He's in Miami. He's over here fishing, loving the life, the beaches, the women, the weather, enjoying his life. There's no reason for him to come back. 
into the league. But again, you can also consult these individuals. So I think that's what needs to happen. Um, I'm happy we won that game. But for me, you know, we got a lot of things that we need to still fix. I know we're going to win next week. We're playing the Jets. And we'll talk about that when, when, when we get closer to it. But the Jets ain't looking good. Um, they got a new new quarterback, supposedly. I don't know. You know, there's a controversy over there, you know. And I, I wouldn't mind a controversy like that over here if we have Deshaun Watson. Keep Tua or trade Tua. I'll keep him. Um, but, again, at the end of the day, O-line, coach, offensive coordinators needs to get fired. You don't need to worry about the defense. Why? Because why? Our head coach is a defensive-minded coach. So you don't need to worry about the defense. You just want to got to worry about these individuals um, putting the defense in the best position because it can't be three and out every down series. Yeah, I mean, I was happy for the win, man. Like like I said, I felt good. It was It was great to see. The Dolphins played well on national TV, you know, for everybody. We weren't embarrassed on national TV, which usually happens uh, when, when it's like a high profile type of game. I think it was the first time we beat the Ravens since 2015 or something like that. Yep. So um, it was great to see the win happen, the, to hear the crowd be as loud as it was. Um, and, you know, I know there was a lot of Baltimore fans there. And I know those Dolphins fans let those Baltimore Ravens fans have it, you know, uh, because, you know, like, like you said, a lot of people love to come here. And, you know, if, if I'm if I'm a fan of like, I don't know, Green Bay, Baltimore or any team from up north and we have a chance to play Miami in Miami, then, yeah, I'll probably make that trip. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm going to make a vacation of it with the family or whatnot. And enjoy some nice weather so a lot of fans do that and there were a lot of fans uh, of course from Baltimore in attendance but those Miami fans outnumbered them um, of course um, and being it the game was at home at Hard Rock and um, so yeah it was, it was a great game to watch but I ain't sold on the Dolphins man I'm not sold you know I'm not sold on Tua I don't even think they might I think they could lose next week against the Jets. You know, I, I just don't, I feel like this game is don't, don't, I just want to tell Miami fans out there, don't believe what just happened. Like things got all of a sudden go turn around because we beat the Ravens. It was a short week. You know what I'm saying? It was Thursday night. Um, the defense played out of their mind and they, the game planned well, Flores and his, the defensive staff, I think they've been playing good enough to win games, but, and, and it showed on, on, on that Thursday night that they can, you know, they can play to a high level. Now, the offense, offense is still suspect to me. Yeah. Uh, actually, I want to check how many total yards they even had because it didn't feel like they even had that many yards. Yeah. Total. Look at the first half and the second half. The first half was, was, was Brissett. Go to the second half and, you know, rate both because the offense looked at hella suspect first half. Two will come in, gave us a spark, and and, and we won the game. With, with, we got with, 350. 350 total yards. Baltimore had 304. You know what I'm saying? So, who knows? But, yeah, I don't believe in the Dolphins at all. 
I, I don't think that they will do anything for the rest of the rest of the uh their offense is so bad, bro. Like I'm telling you, their offense is like what 28th, 30th. In yeah, the- yeah. So what you what you think we should do? What you think we should do? You think we should just lose the rest of the games, get a better draft pick. We don't got a first round pick, but we could have five um high second round picks and high third round picks, you know, or try to win the games and be eight and eight how we normally be in in the middle of the draft every damn year, like. You what know what I'm going to say. Uh, like, lose all the games? Yeah, lose all the games. This team, this, this season's a wash. He, I mean, there's no way you make the playoffs. There's no way. What about, and, they, what about if they win all the games? I know that's a dream, but... So you I would hope, rather I hope win that all doesn't the happen. I'd, I'd be disappointed because I know they're going to get waxed in the first round if they if they somehow make the playoffs. Or even if they win all the games, they're probably going to miss the playoffs by a game. So it's it's gonna be the same old situation for the Dolphins fan, where you feel like okay, yeah, you get to be happy like on a Thursday night, but long term, you still sad. Nah, but my whole thing is if we if we win all the games, that means that the offense is looking better, the defense is looking better, tool is looking better. Certain things that you're probably uncomfortable with right now probably change because if the old line looked like they could block now and it looked like our draft picks are actually working. Why would you want to lose? You know what I'm saying? Now, if we just win in the games, luck, like, you know, we win the games, but it still feel like a loss, then I feel you lose all the damn games, you know? But if we actually look good, Tua looks good. The wide receivers, O-line look good. Defense look good. They kind of look like how we were last year, you know, when we actually started bad in the season. Like, we started just like this. We're like, what's going on? This, that, and the other. And then we won all the rest of the games. And we look good. So for me, I don't want to just lose all the games knowing that I have our general manager that can't pick no players. It's like, what's the point? We're going to lose all the games for a better draft pick, like you said. And we do not know how to fix the problem. Not, not internally. So for me, I'm like, I wouldn't mind winning the rest of the games. I know it's a dream. You know, but again, I wouldn't mind winning the rest of the games. I wouldn't mind seeing how the whole line looks um, good. Now, if the old line is just it's the typical Dolphins, you know, besides the last two wins that we had, and even the first win, the second win that we got was trash. <laughs> when we played the Texans, we looked horrible, you know. But again, what gave me a bad taste in the mouth about that game was Tua wasn't playing. So the person that I want to evaluate, I couldn't even evaluate against a mediocre team to see if at least he can get time in the pocket with, with, with a mediocre um, um, team all around. So for me, I just want to be able to see the O-line, give Tua some time to see if he's the guy, to see if we need to get rid of certain people on the O-line. Or, like you said, it's the O-line coach, like Jimmy Johnson said. It's the O-line coach. So... We're not going to figure it nothing out because it's too many things that's wrong with the team for us to just say it's just one thing wrong with the team. It's always something. I'm like, we really don't know what's wrong. Do you really know if two is good or bad? Nah, he looks bad, but he has no O-line. Shit. What can you do? Raw receivers, you know, they're always injured. So, again, I don't, I don't know how to fix this damn team. But, again, if we can go ahead and pull this shit around, 
have the Dolphins look decent, O-line look decent, Solomon Kinley actually play in the game, someone that we drafted high, and people say is real, real good in the running game. Let, let, you know, I want to see if this thing works. So it's what it is. All right. I I mean, I hear you keep it positive, bro. Like, uh, but I'm I'm gonna be the negative Nancy on this one. Um, because <laughs> because um if it wasn't for Xavier Howard's forced fumble in the New England game, and if it wasn't for Xavier Howard's forced fumble in this last game, we might be winless right now. Well, aren't we, we might not even have a win. Aren't we a team? I uh, yeah, so yeah, so <laughs> you know, like look, like that's how it is. You feel me? Sometime I'm gonna be I'm gonna be asked out, and then Mark is gonna lift me up because it, it's the Mark West Sports Podcast. Same thing, like when you're in a relationship, something may happen where you know somebody got to take a little bit more of the slack, and that's how you do it. Like X Man, thank you. you. You're a teammate. You're loyal, just like your boy West. You know, you did what you had to do to help your family, your team win. So again. Yeah. I, I ain't arguing with that. All I'm just saying is like, if we don't have those two plays, then we might be winless. You know, that's how that's how dire those two plays were in, you know, in, as far as know, wins are concerned. So that just tells Florida me how started the off the car. Florida State, Florida State said the same thing. If it didn't go wild right, if it didn't go wide left, it didn't, you know, we would have won. Don't matter. It didn't happen. You know, this happened. He went ahead and scripted twice. Now, you know it's not a fluke because he just did it again against the Ravens. So, like, again, this is why we paid him that money, right? Yeah, this is why absolutely. we paid him the money. So, again, yeah. how can you get mad? Oh, it's just because Xavier Howard had the script set. We paid him the money. You were the one fighting for him to get paid the money. We paid yeah. him the money, and he and won us two games. Yeah, I'm happy for it, but what does that say about the rest of the team is what I'm saying. It's not about him. It, I mean, thank you, X-Man, for those two plays. Like I said, I, I, I like the joy, but the, think what Byron does Jones that was, say about the rest of the team, bro? What do you Come think on. about the other cornerback, Byron Jones? You think that was a a a, a good uh, like, uh, I said, like, I said on, like I said on the last podcast, it, it, it's one of the worst uh uh, deals that Chris Greer made because if it wasn't for that, then what else? What else? Know, Does Vontae Parker always injured? Right. I mean, like like I said, that's the that this is my whole point. It's like if the rest of the team is pretty much trash, and if you don't have Xavier Howard make those plays, we don't have a win. So that I mean, that's my whole point. Yeah, there's a it's a team, and thank you. You know, for making it gotta go. Making general manager it gotta go. But those Office two players go. So what is that saying? If the general manager gotta go, the office and line coach gotta go because Jimmy Johnson said you need that. Office and coordinator need to go because like we watch football all the time and there's nothing magical about our offense, you know. Um also if if you see something is not working. Like Manny Diaz, it wasn't working. You switched it. But Brian Flores is keep doing the same thing. Manny Diaz was on a high seat because he didn't want to change shit. Flores, 
you're on a hot seat too, because it's not just you. It's the general manager, office and line coach, office and coordinators. Like, we can say you got a good defense, but if the offense is trash because nobody want to F with you because of whatever reason, I don't know if you got that Bill Belichick on, on mentality. You, you know, you've seen a lot more grumpy lately. You seem more like a black Bill Belichick lately when it comes to the interviews. So again, I don't know. I mean, we know what what normally falls from that tree. You know, the Bill Belichick tree, a lot of people don't make it. They go somewhere else and they trash. So I do not know. Only only thing that knocks me on tour is everybody that comes from Nick Saban that's a quarterback, it normally is trash. Normally. Now, you know, it may be a difference what New England um, picked this year. Maybe. I'm not sure. It's too too early to tell. Because, you know, a lot of times some people have a great rookie season. Next year, people figure them out, and now they're trash. So I don't know. I need to give them a few years before I'm able to evaluate him. But, hey, it is what it All is. Right. No more Dolphins. You All know. right. Yeah, we talk Hurricanes. We talk Dolphins. And you know how we do on the Mark West Sports Podcast. We talk about our, our three – uh, most favorite teams, which is the uh, Hurricanes, Dolphins, and the Miami Heat, baby. So, so yeah, um, the Heat, like I said before, you know, I feel like I've been been negative on this sportscast lately, but <laughs> but like before, I was saying, you know, wait until twenty games. Let's see, you know, before we start, you know, crowning them. We can't crown the, the Heat yet. And last couple of games haven't been looking too good, you know? And I don't think that it's been looking terrible, terrible. A bounce here and there. They probably could have won a game. Jimmy Butler got injured last, last, uh, game, well, the, the, the game before the last game. And I think if Jimmy Butler plays in both of those games, they win both of them. I think they beat the Lakers and the Clippers which are all good teams, by the way. It's not like they ain't, you know, they losing to, to scrub teams. So, and um, what we do also have to talk about, though, is that that brawl over there with Denver that happened. You know, that happened within the past past week. It wasn't necessarily a brawl, but I do want to get your opinion on it. I'm going I'm to say what I want to say on it first. But um, with the situation, just to anybody who ain't seen it, um. One of the Morris twins was on the Heat. I forget we always which one we got. Is he the Marquis or Marcus? Which which one is on our team? No, I don't no, even one know. <laughs> one of the Morris twins is on the Miami Heat. I can't tell them apart because they look exactly alike. And he's always they've always been tough guys or what or whatnot, and that they play good defense and you know they don't seem like pushovers. Let's just say. And. Uh, Morris twin committed a hard foul on Jokic, the MVP, and Jokic responded with uh, a, a elbow to the back of Morris. And then, you know, whole melee kind of broke out, whatever, you know, and Jimmy Butler was, you know, acting like he was going to fight somebody. And then he, uh, team was ready to looks like they was they was ready to brawl like like back in the day at NMB like after school with you and you and your boys we about to you know you know rumble with with whoever that's what it seems like <laughs> right <laughs> exactly you're gonna have to go across the street or whatever 
uh, to handle that business. That's what it seemed like. But to me, I like it. I, I like I like to see that. You know, we we were talking about how the NBA seems like it's back to the '90s. This is some '90s stuff that happened. You know, uh, with with the pushing and shoving and and the, and the, and the smack talking. Even the smack talking continued on on, on social media uh, after the game. So I, I like it because it makes it seem like you know we're a team. We're gonna fight for each other as brothers, and we're not gonna let anything you know go down like that. But as far as like the actual play and what happened, and I think um, Jokic, did he end up getting suspended? Did one game? Yeah, he got same more as you know, consequences really kind of fit the situation uh, because it it was a hard fight. Like it was a hard foul that that Morris did. I don't think it was dirty. I think it was a hard foul. Um, it was, you know, definitely intentional that he wanted to kind of send a message. I feel like it was out of frustration as well, you know, because Jokic, you know, you know what he does. He eats. Uh, and he was eating in that game. But the dirty play was to hit somebody in their back, you know, I, it doesn't matter if it's basketball or anywhere. I mean, I mean, you could do it if you feel like that is the only situation for you, but most people not going to respect someone who hit somebody in the back, in the back of the head, because uh-huh. it's a blindside hit. Like, come on. Like if you don't oh. see, if somebody doesn't see this coming, oh. then it's a dirty Play so play. I, it's definitely a dirty. How is it not nah, a dirty nah, nah. play? Let me explain if something I, to you. If you then it's a dirty play. Nah, you know, if you ask not, me, me, Marcus, right? You hit me and you turn around. Why are you turning around? You just hit me. You know what the hell you just did. So I'm supposed to just stand there because we on the basketball court. Why you even turned around? I would have pushed you in the front if you would have still been there. You hit me and turn around like you didn't do anything. Well, I'm supposed to turn turn you around and then hit you? No, I'm going to hit you right where you stand. If it's the front, if it's the back, if it's the side, that's what I'm going to do. Who's gonna? That don't even make any sense. Marcus just hit me, right? And he turns around like he didn't do nothing, right? Because he know the referee is going to do something, right? The referee's not going to make it escalate. But Marcus just hit me hard too in my ribs right in my ribs and you're losing at that time as well you know what i'm saying so of course the frustration you getting balled on by joker and you hit me like that you turn around like you didn't do anything so i'm supposed to run in front of you first and then push you it's just a foul like it's not a regular foul it's not every they get fouled all the time, but I seen that he hit him in his ribs, like with his forearm in his ribs, and it's not like it was full court. I might about a logo, like, and I'm a big man. Like, what do you think I'm gonna do? Do a fast break and and dunk it on you? Like, really? You did that on purpose. You did that on purpose to set a tone. What tone you setting? 
Joker still got his numbers. Even though he got kicked out of the game, he still had more numbers than you. You did that, you hit him in his ribs hard, and you turned around playing innocent, and then he did what he had to do. Now, again, I got props for you, D. I got props. I got props for uh, um, Jimmy Butler and the Heat because regardless, you know, that's your team. You know, even if he's wrong, I got your back. You know what I'm saying? I don't care, you know. But, again, at the end of the day, like, I would have done the same thing. You would have done the same thing too, Marcus. You, if somebody punched you and he turned around like he didn't do nothing, you're going to run in front of him. A punch is something different. He, he, somebody, he literally, it was a basketball play. Like, see, it, nobody, yeah, it was a hard foul, but I'm not going to, like, put, I'm not going to drive my, my forearm into your back. So, what about if That's you would have just pushed him in the back? If you would have pushed him in the back, it would have been the same thing because it's behind his back. Why are you yeah, turn around? Any, anything, anything in the that back not, me, it is a dirty play. That was I not mean, a hard foul. That was a dirty play with Marcus on uh, 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 Marquise, whatever the Morris twin. Um, that was a dirty play with him. It was a hard foul, but you hit somebody in the ribs with your forearm. I don't care if you're saying it's a hard foul. That shit hurt. And if I feel like that shit hurt, and you did some green shit to me on the damn court, I'm not gonna run in front of you to confront you especially if you just turned around. No, I'm going to go ahead and either save it, be like, okay, mental note. Next play, I'm going to fuck his ass up. Is out of that? Or once you hit me, I'm going to hit you back. You better don't turn around. <laughs> don't turn around. You seen what Shaq said. You seen what Charles Barkley said. They said the same thing. One plus one is two. Yeah, I, I, to me, it's still a dirty play. It's, it's, it's a dirty play regardless. Anytime you get hit in the back, it's, it's All a dirty play. Does a reaction. It was a hard foul, you know, uh, like players get, get fouled all, all the time. All um, actions are a reaction. And I think all you know, a reaction. When, when you're trying to stop a fast break, I mean, you got to get in front of the, the guy. He's a big guy. You know, he can – you know, if you don't if you don't stand your ground, he might run you over. You know, because he's that much of a big dude. He was and on the side of him. Yeah, I, I I just think it was a hard foul. I think it was a, a, a basketball play in a fast break. You got to stop this large man from going down the court. So you know, just- it was a hard foul. Yeah, it was a little too probably a little too hard. Um, but you know that that's it. That's neither here nor there. If you're saying a punch, that's different, you know. But it, he stopped you know, him from from his progress because that's all he wanted to do. He wanted to stop the fast break and just make sure it was a foul. Because sometimes they don't call fouls. Sometimes they'll they'll it'll be a, a light tap on the arm, and if it's a fast break, they'll let it go. So he wanted to make sure that they stopped the play and it was not going to be a fast break. Now, yeah, I mean, it's just like boxing or, or, or MMA. Yeah, protect yourself at all times. And yeah, you put yourself in that situation by turning your back on Jokic. And I'm not really faulting Jokic for doing it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, if I felt some kind of way and you turn your back, I'm not saying, like, you don't have a reason to do that. But the fact of the matter it's still a dirty play. That's all I'm saying. As it's still, and that's why he got suspended for the game, and Morris did not. 
But Morris did that before. Morris did that to somebody else. Morris did that to, I forgot who it was, but DeMarcus Cousin was on the same team. He did it to DeMarcus Cousin's um, teammate, and DeMarcus Cousins did the same thing to him. You feel what I'm saying? Like, he has a history of doing that. I wish I, I'm going to find that video and send it to you, but, like, this is not the first time he did it. And he almost got into a fight. Mark um, the Morris twin, he did that before. But he didn't want no problem with DeMarcus Cousins, though, I'll tell you that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he yeah, looked he, like... I don't think he wanted any problems with Jokic either. That's yeah, why he walked away. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no, nah, he didn't walk away. He stayed on the ground. You know, he stayed on the ground and, you know, he made it He made it seem a lot worse than what it was. But again, I, you know, I respect the, 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 the Heat teammates for actually... Um, you know, having his back, like, yo, again, like I said, I don't care if Mark is wrong, like, I got his back, you know, so, hey, it is what it is, you do that as a teammate, if you don't do that, you know, you probably lose the the actual um, team, the chemistry of the team, like, this guy don't even have my back, you don't want to, he don't want to look out for me when, when, when um, I'm down, the other team can just do whatever they want to me. And so, again, that just shows, you know, the loyalty in the team, the chemistry. I got your back, your back um, mentality. You best and... watch your front. Because if there's niggas in front, stay before the stunts. <laughs> I was at the concert last night, so they, they did that song. But anyways. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, but the Heat, they looking decent. I still don't like the 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 – the money that they gave Duncan Robinson, you see how he's playing lately. He's missing yeah. all his threes, open threes, yeah. threes. You, I'm just like I've been say that. Um, said that Kyle, um, not Kyle Murray, but um, Kyle Lowry. He be decent majority of the time, but he's been getting paid a lot of money to to always need everybody else to do good for the team to win. Aren't you a superstar? I mean, you getting superstar money. So if you get superstar money, that means that even if Jimmy Butler is injured, you should be able to hold the team, especially when you got um, Tyler Hero falling the way he do. You got Adebayo that's actually getting 30, 30 and 10, 30 and 11. Like, look, you're the point guard. Tyler Hero is the shooting guard and Bam is the center. That's a, that's a threesome right there. So a gruesome threesome. You know, you you should be able to hold your own with them. And that's not what's happening. So again, if Tyler Hero's giving you his numbers, Adebayo is giving you his numbers, you should be giving around the same numbers. And I think that he had a, a triple-double that game where we actually lost. But again, you're the captain of the team. How? You're the floor manager. So you want to make sure that that um, you put the rest of the young guys in, in position to win because when we lose, yeah, a lot of people going to blame a lot of different things like turnovers and certain things like that. But you you should be able to keep leads. If you see that you have a 17-point lead and it's going, it's now it's 10, you as that player, forget that I'm going to put the ball in my hand and I'm going to bring it back to 12, bring it back to 14. I'm not gonna um, pass the ball as much because I know that I, I, I believe in myself and I believe in my team as well, but they're young guys. I've been here, I got a ring. It's my job to stop this bleeding and my job to make sure that 
um, we stop runs when it comes to teams because it, it'd be a lot of games where we're winning a lot of um, games late, 10 point, 15 point leads, 20 point leads, and in the end, it's a close game. And you put you put um, more fire in that team. In the Lakers, same thing. Will's winning like 10, 10 15 points on fourth quarter with five minutes left in the game, and you made them come back and win. Why? Because you're 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 not going to the to the hole. You're you're trying to shoot threes. Like we won this game already. Let's just seal it. You know, we shot the threes that we needed to shoot all game. Let's just seal the game. You know, um, Bam out of bio. You don't need to shoot the jumper. Don't shoot the jumper all the time. No. In the end of the game, go in the paint and go to the free throw line. Get them fouls and put them in foul trouble early. So when it get late in the game. You know what you're going to run to. I'm going to run to the free throw line. And y'all going to follow me because I'm athletic. I've been in the gym. I gained like 15 pounds in muscle. So you can't muscle me how, how you, some players did. So that's what I think about the Heat. I think we're still a good team. Um, it'll it'll, it'll pull, pull, pull together again when Jimmy Butler come back. Um, and, you know, it was a back-to-back game in L.A. They from Miami. People have problems coming to Miami and dealing with our lifestyle. Same thing, vice versa. We go over there. A lot of people never been in Las Vegas, not Las Vegas, but California. And they're going to they're gonna enjoy it. They're millionaires. So, again, it is what it is. I'll take these losses now against these teams um, because I know that these teams ain't going to be nothing um, in the, like, won't have to worry about them. They're in the West, one. And Golden State is looking like, um, you know, world beaters right now. You got Gary Payton Jr. over there, the Glove Jr. You know, so I'm gonna call him the the the. Damn, the I didn't realize they're eleven and one. Yeah, they balling. They doing their thing. So, like, yo, and Clay Thompson didn't even come back yet. So we don't yeah, even need to worry. When about the boy comes back, it's gonna be a different story. Same thing like with Oladipo. When Oladipo come back, it's gonna be a different team. So. It is what it is. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But that's 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 Miami Heat news on the Mark West yeah. Sports Podcast. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, let's go Heat. Let's let's just see. You know uh, how this how this season plays out. But um, but yeah, I, I I like for the most part what I see. Um, Jimmy Butler just a sprained ankle, so he's just going to be out a few games. He'll be back. And uh, yeah, I agree. Old Depot comes back. Now that that adds another slashing, uh, uh, you know, wing type of player uh, to get to the hole, and that's just going to open it up for everybody else. And uh, maybe Kyle Lowry starts hitting those jumpers that he misses most of the time. Yeah, um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, I totally agree with you about Kyle Lowry, though, man. Like for us to be paying him um, all that bread for him to be just one notch better than Drakic, basically, I guess, you know, just because he's better defensively because offensively I take Drakic, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, yeah, well, I, mean, I don't know. Well, we'll see. Um, we haven't reached the 20 game mark yet and eight more games. We'll see what, how these next eight games turn out. And if we are, you know, top three in the East, then we right, we right where we need to be right now. We sixth in the East, not exactly where we want to be because that's the borderline of the playoff, uh, the play-in game. So that's not where we want to be. We want to be safe, you know what I'm saying, get home court advantage in the first round, 
if we can be four, three, two, you know, even one, though that that's where we want to be if we want to legitimately uh, make a run at, at a championship. But um, what else you got though this week? got a few <clears throat> i mean we got the heat playing tonight we playing jazz so i think i think that's gonna be a decent game yeah you know, the five, jazz eight and four i mean we win this game um we'll be on the right track hopefully jimmy butler can go ahead and and actually play this actual game but um you know other than that you know we could go ahead and jump into the nfl um you know uh what's his name obj went to the Rams. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, damn, the Rams just know what to do. They know what to do. And I just be like, damn, y'all got more money for them too? Like, I could have <laughs> grabbed something like a word, all this money. Like, I don't know how they paying these dudes, man. Like, cause... you know, one year contracts, okay, you got them at like, you know, um, close to $5 million a, a, a year. Um, and, and the Cleveland Browns got to spend on um, pay, pay the rest of that, and that $14 million contract. Um, We'll see what he can do. I mean, I think he's going to do good over there because you got Matt, um, Matthew Stafford over there, and he had Megatron his whole career. You got you got OBJ, you got Cup, you know, and, and a few other individuals. Cup be balling too. I mean, I like, they didn't even need anybody. I mean, um, yeah. the way I was looking at things, I mean, their running game is decent. Quarterback good. Wide receivers are on point. Um, defense, you don't even really say anything when you got Jalen Ramsey over there, and you got uh, um, what's his name that um, Hercules in, in in the trenches. Um, yeah, yeah. So, Aaron, you know, Donald. Aaron Donald. So at the end of the day, for me, that's 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 the team to actually beat in the NFL right now because um, I normally don't watch them because they normally do their thing. You know, the defense gonna come um, and, and and show up every every Sunday, Thursday, Monday, don't matter. And you know Matthew Stafford, he has a history of always throwing deep balls. He's going to give you them numbers. He's like Drew Brees. He's going to give you like 35, 40 every game, you know. And if he don't give you that, he's going to give you that offense. He don't need to do that now because he got a defense. And, and when he was with the Lions, like, you know, they, they defense was hella trash. So he had to score those numbers. So that's in him. Like, you need me to – and you just gave me another weapon, OBJ? Somebody that's looking for another contract? Yo, I'm going to be balling, man. Like, so, for me, um, that was a great pickup. I don't know how they get the money. I think the Dolphins will find a way to figure something out um, as far as, yo, if other organizations can do it, you can too. They're having all these splashes, and they're making the right decisions on their – second round, third round, fourth round picks, and we need to do the same. So, again, I want it to be where um, OBJ can, can can you know, get his career back because, again, ever since that hot tub um, um, video, he hasn't been the same. Ever since he actually caught that ball um, and when he was playing Dallas, that one-handed um, catch, I think that probably threw him off. Same thing like I was saying with um, Shakari Richardson. You went in that game, probably you gassed you up a little bit, and you probably ain't training the way you normally. I don't know, but but again, at the end of the day, when you put yourself in the media's eye like that, you're giving us reason to be like, it's because of this, it's because of this, it's because of that. So again, right now you can't say, oh, quarterback is trash. Like yo, 
Matthew Stafford, he's going to be a Hall of Famer. I know he is. If he win a Super Bowl, on bowl definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. Off rip. Because everybody's going to be like, damn, he was loyal to, to, to the Lions all these years. He probably would have been had a championship if he could go over here his first year and win a championship over there. Especially when the East, the AFC, um, don't look decent like that. Kansas City's struggling. You got Josh Allen that's struggling. They just lost to the damn Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? Dolphins doing what they normally do. The Ravens just lost to the Dolphins, and we're considered one of the worst teams in the league lately. So, again, who do you see? I don't see Tom Brady um, beating that team because he got the same weapons as you. The only difference is Tom Brady, his corners is better. Tom Brady, that D-line that, that he have with Hercules, Aaron Donald in the middle, he got a, you, he got a younger Dominic Sue. Somebody that 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 wanted to play you his whole career, but kidding because he was with the Lions. So again, he got his young Indomitian Sue. He got raw receivers. He got a a, a, a great-minded, opposite-minded head coach. He has a running game. So like, and, and he got the history of that team. That his the, the team history um, plays factors in, in in things as well. Um, if you historically. Um, win championships. You may have not done it lately, but if you got a few rings under your belt, that goes good in referees giving you calls. That goes good in certain things. At least I think so. So again, um, I think that was a great, great um, pickup, man. It is what it is. I mean, I mean, yeah, they're they're a super team. Let, let's let's yeah. uh, call it what it is. I mean, OBJ. Von Miller, they 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 added a couple weeks oh, yeah. ago. You know, um, you know, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, you know, the list goes on and on of the players that that they have. But a lot of super teams don't necessarily win. You know what I'm saying? There's only Tom one Brady team, didn't. There's only one team that that wins the championship. And now all, all, all eyes is on you now. Like there's gonna be a target on your back. Everybody's gonna know. Oh, we got the Rams this week. Oh, we gotta bring our A game. You know, let's put OBJ on his back. Let's put uh, Stafford on his back. You know, so they're gonna game plan for them. So it's easy yeah, to say that. Yeah, they got they, a great team. And OBJ, seven and two. OBJ, when's the last time you really done anything? It's been like what two, three years since. But we they don't need him. That's the thing. Do something. Um, I, I, I like the move because Tutu Atwell, former Miami Northwestern quarterback, converted to receiver, um, shoulder, and, and he, had a, he had a pretty decent season, uh, shoulder ending surgery. So he was out, he's out for the season. So you replace that young talent with an OBJ. It's a good move because, you know, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods can only really do so much. Those uh, it's a great tandem, you know. And the great thing about those two is that neither one is really that much better than the other one. So as a defense, it's not like you can just zone in on one of those two guys, because if you do, then the other one's going to be open. Now you add a third guy in the mix, then it's going to open up a lot of, um, you know, holes in the defense, but this is going to put a lot of pressure on Matthew Stafford. There ain't no excuses, no excuses for OBJ, no excuses for Matt Stafford, no, no excuses for McVay, the coach, but you Stafford have to be, win. You see, have but, to win at this point. 
Think about it. At least make it to the Super Bowl. If you pay, especially if I'm a general manager, if I'm the owner, and I know, I know they pay. We all know that they paying these boys a lot of money. You know, a lot of damn near all of them got got a good uh, contracts or whatnot. I don't know why my thing is dark, but um, yeah, um, about to just turn this light on. Now we got got that yellow glow. But, uh, <laughs> the but, <yeah>. Simpsons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so yeah, is I mean the all I'll say is the pressure's on now. Like like with my soccer team, PSG, they got Messi, they got Neymar, they got uh, they got Mbappe, you know. But the pressure's on you to win, you know. Like when you lose, it's like it's an even bigger disappointment when you lose because you are expected to win and the media is going to get on you be like oh, the, the the super team not so super you know you could already see that the headlines now and the rams you know they you know they're a team that generally has been choking uh lately you know as far as winning championships is concerned that that super bowl against the patriots they they scored what three points in the game come on and, they had goof they did. I mean, they they did. They had goof. I get it. I understand that. But like at the same time, you make it to the Super Bowl, you're expected to win the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think they were a better team than the, than the Patriots that year. They should have won. They should have won that game. And Who lost in the game? Goof. Yeah, they, they had goof. Yeah, and goof goofed. But that's what I'm saying. Like the the pressure's on Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford ain't won nothing either. You know what I'm saying? Like. You mentioned that he had Megatron, one of the greatest receivers ever of all time. But did they have a defense? No. Because they, they had no defense, no. no running back. So everything that you're saying. This is a perfect opportunity for, for Matt Stafford. I don't know if he's going to do it or not. I just basically saying, I'll believe it when I see it. You know, when, when it happens, it happens. But right now, you have done nothing for me to make me think that they're going to win a championship. I, I don't think they're going to win. At this point, I can't cry. Is all I'm saying. I'm not crowning yeah, them. I just know that they seven and two right now. Yeah, they are seven and two. And the last game, I think they lost. It was it wasn't a good. They lost against Tennessee, I believe it was. Yeah, without Derrick Henry. By the way, Derrick Henry, you know, sad to see that he's not playing no more. Um, he's out for the season, right, uh, Derrick Henry? Yeah. Well, supposedly they say he probably can come back, but we'll okay. see. Hopefully he don't come back sooner because it's a foot injury. You don't want to have foot injuries or crazy injuries. Yeah. Those and that they occur. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's not a good look, especially for a running back who needs to, you know, cut. And a big line. running back as well. Big running back. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know if Tennessee is going to be really the team, although they're the top team right now in the AFC as far as record is concerned. Um but uh, that's the team that took out took out the Rams and very very easily took out the Rams. So I'm not so sold on them, and I haven't been ever sold on OBJ, uh, old broken. Me too. Jay, Me too. Jay, as I call him. But and, then we don't need them. They don't need them. And and at the same time, I feel like I'm gonna be rooting against them. You know what I'm saying? They, they're a super team I'm going to be rooting against. Like, every super team except for us, <laughs> every super team except for us, I've been rooting against, to be honest. When KD went to the Golden State Warriors, I started rooting for them, rooting for them because that, it's unfair. It's not nah, but, fair to have that see, type but, of team. So see, I'm but that's the same thing with, with, with Tampa Bay Bucks. They got a super team, too. 
So again, my whole thing is against them too. I'm, I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it like if if they're playing, if if the Rams are playing the Tampa Bay Bucks, then I'm gonna root for the Rams. If the Rams are playing the Bills, I'm gonna root for the um the um the the Rams. I hate the Bills. You know what I'm saying? If they if they're playing against the Ravens, I'll root for the Ravens because I want Lamar to get one. You know what I'm saying? So it all depends on the situation. But again, they don't need OBJ. They was doing fine without him. The chemistry is already there. It's not like in the beginning of the season and you have questions like, can they gel? Like this team is already gelling. You know, they're just adding pieces. Von Miller, he's, it don't matter where he go. He's going to do good when it comes to pass rushing. You know what I mean? He's not one of, he, he rushes the passer. So he's going to do that. You can't, well, you're going to double Aaron Donald or you're going to double him. They're going to give you them sacks, you know? Uh, yeah. When it comes to Jalen Ramsey, like you, you can't just throw the ball up and think that that big corner is not going to fight to get an interception or swap the ball. So you can't just do anything um, when it comes to that actual um, team. Um, um, Cup, again, he was balling without OBJ. OBJ is just going to get Cup some more plays because a lot of people still have that infamy about OBJ and you know, you got LeBron James, like, free him and this, that, and the other. Welcome to L.A., all this, yeah, that, and the other. I don't like all of that. You know? Like at all. So, so, again, I don't know. It is what it is. You know, I know he's not going to be no crybaby in that in that locker room because Jalen Ramsey don't have no problem fighting. At least that's what from what I've seen. You know, you've seen he got into it before already, you know, yeah. with somebody on the field. So, if it's in the locker room, all that – you know, um, not being on point and um, acting like a child or um, saying certain things, uh, I, th- I think I think you'll have a problem with that locker room. And they just signed you to a one-year deal, so you're gonna play your best behavior. You're gonna make it. You're gonna make it seem like it was the um the Giants and Cleveland. You're not because if you if you mess up with this team, then like bring them to Miami because we could get them for cheap. Yeah. That's what I look at. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. And and the crazy thing is, the funny thing is, guess what the record is, uh, of of Goof's team is? 0-8, the Detroit Lions, 0-8. So, again, hey, it's just proving my point more and more. But, again, um, I think the next best game that, that that's going to be um, played is the Cardinals versus the Panthers because you got Cam Newton came back. Oh, Cam yeah. Newton came back. He signed with the that? Panthers. I mean, I think he should have never left. They should have never got rid of him in the first place. Back for the first time. Yeah, back for the first time. And I seen the meme that he had put of him as Thanos, you know, coming back. Um, I mean, I think it's a good look. I mean, it's crazy because you replaced him and then you got a quarterback to actually replace him. So you're paying him and he got injured. And then you got Sam Darnold to replace that person and you're paying him and he's injured. Now you're paying Cam Newton. It just don't make any sense, you know. But hey, it is what it is. Cam Newton, go over there. Um, make your bread. I think um McCaffrey's gonna um if he's not injured, will 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 wind up benefiting from Cam Newton coming back. Um, I don't think he's the greatest quarterback, but I think that he's the greatest quarterback for that actual team. It's just built for him, you know. So again, um, I think they're gonna play the um, the Cardinals, Kyler Murray. And them boys, they've been balling, um, looking decent. Um, every time I see them, um, they're eight and one right now. Um, the Cardinals. So you're eight and one. I'm over here saying all these good things about the Rams, but you're eight and one. 
you know so again there's something that y'all doing that's right again when it comes to the dolphins you know i'm gonna say about the dolphins all the time because it's loyalty over here like the dolphins if y'all gonna do the same thing that y'all did on, on arizona on cardinals did as far as getting rid of rosen and putting Kyler murray in the game because he's not the quarterback cool that is fine you know what i'm saying um but again give the boy a chance for us to actually see if that's what the case and if not um, trade trade um for Deshaun anyway and um keep two as a backup at least we'll have a reasonable backup um that um can play from time to time he's used to coming in the game to fill in for people right so why not keep him as a backup and fill in if Deshaun Watson get injured because the O-line can't block. But yeah, um, this game gonna be good. Arizona, um, Kyler Murray, I think it's gonna boss. Um, I think Cam Newton is gonna win this game though. I'm looking at the record, they four and five, and um, you have um, Kyler Murray in the Arizona Cardinals, 81. But I think that um, for some reason, Cam Newton is gonna win the game. And it's gonna be, the re- he's the reason why they win the game. I don't know why I don't have anything to tell me that's going to happen. I just have a gut feeling that it's going to be a closer game and Cam Newton is going to win it in the end some way, somehow, as far as putting them in the best position or being Superman and going goal line, jumping over and doing something and doing his Superman. And <laughs> it is what it is. If, I mean, if it's not it. that, I would normally say Arizona, but. I mean, I, I see it happening. So you picking Carolina to win? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm picking Carolina. I think Carolina's going to win 24 to 21. All right. Um, now, I don't know if Kyler Murray going to play. He didn't play the last game. And the other Hopkins also didn't play the last game. And they still beat the 49ers 31 to 17, you know, which is crazy. But Colt McCoy was the quarterback. Um, they said it might, they're not sure if Cam Newton's going to play. It's not guaranteed. We'll see. You might end up playing with two backup quarterbacks in this game. Uh, Colt McCoy against whoever Carolina's playing as, a, as right now. Who knows? They're going to play him. Yeah, they, they should. I mean, it's going to be cool to see Cam Newton in a, in a Carolina uniform again because it does bring those memories back of when he was diving over the pile and running people over and doing the Superman, like you said. But – this is not the same Cam Newton. This ain't the same Cam Newton of uh, of 2015. I, think, I know, I know that. When he was the MVP. I know um, that. Uh, yeah, so he's, I mean, if, if he comes in, if he plays, great. But I don't think they'll have enough to beat Arizona uh, because Arizona has shown that they, they're a pretty good team overall without uh, Kyler Murray. And I think uh, the Cardinals end up winning this game late and you know uh, pull out pull out a, a close one that's that's not a high scoring game because the, the panthers have a re- pretty good defense and so does so does the cardinals so i think they pull out like a close one like a 20 20 to 16 type of game arizona wins and and they continue to you know to be pretty much the best team in the league right now now uh, you, you you could argue that they're the best team in the league. They record is eight and one. So yeah. they they the they do have the best record in the league. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, well, they eight and one in a good division too. They in yep. the same division with the Rams, and uh, Seahawks is still a pretty decent team. And 
um, and San Francisco, even though they three and five, you know, they, they could probably beat us <laughs> right now, you well, know what I'm saying? Um, so, yeah, so uh, arguably the best division in football, you still, you know, have an eight and one record. You won a game last week in a blowout without Kyler Murray or DeAndre Hopkins. And uh, I mean, I, I, there's, there's nothing more I can say about the Cardinals and I think they'll, they'll win that game going away. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what what's the next game that I think that's a real good game? You know, you got two quarterbacks coming back. You got one coming back from COVID that basically everybody's on his back for not taking a vaccine. <laughs> and then you have somebody, Russell Wilson, coming back, you know, and both of them have something to play for. Uh, uh, Russell Wilson, he, of course, you know, he wants to win Super Bowls. He still have to worry about um, the, the Legion of Boom um, saying the comments and, you know, he was the reason why, you know, everything got broken up and stuff like that. So um, he got that on his shoulder still, even though, I mean, he's winning games, you know, he got a decent quarter um, coach. Um, they normally um, are in the playoffs, but still, you know, you always have that. It's my fault that, you know, I didn't, I didn't um, keep this together. Um, but you have Aaron Rodgers coming back, Aaron Rodgers coming back and, he didn't have no practice with the team or anything like that. Why? Because I think protocol is 10 days away from the team. And I think by the time um, he's able to actually come and um, be around the team, it's probably Saturday. So he really got like one day um, today to actually practice with the team. Um, but again, I don't really think it matters. He has chemistry with his wide receivers. He's one of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history um, may have an attitude, but all the great players have attitudes. Look at Jordan. So I don't want to hear people talking about Aaron Rodgers' attitudes. Um, but I think that he's going to come and he's going to win the game. I think that he's going to come. <laughs> he's he's going to come and show the Packers like, yeah, you seen what um, y'all rookie did when, when I had to stay away from the team? Yeah, he didn't look so good, right? So miss me, miss me, because you have me for the rest of the year. But after that, I'm gone. And you know what I want to do? I want to win the Super Bowl and be the only quarterback in history to win a Super Bowl with a team and leave in the offseason to play for a other team. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but he has that type of, I can't put it past him. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? I can't put it past him. I'll be the biggest slap in the face to that organization. And then the fans are going to hate the organization, even though the fans normally have um, part ownership in that particular team. But they're, they're going to hate that general manager the same way that Aaron Rodgers do. They're going <laughs> to hate those guys. And it's going to be a long, long, long um job um however long he stays um because the owner probably fired the general manager behind that because i think if aaron Rodgers won the super bowl and the reason why he don't want to be with the team is because he don't like the, the the head coach or he don't like the general manager i know it's the general manager i'm not sure if you don't like the head coach because it's the first time him being with him so i think the owner would definitely fire the general manager just to keep him if you win me a super bowl and you're going to leave me because of him, you got to go. 
Like, yeah. I'm going to keep Aaron Rodgers. You, you know, these quarterbacks don't come a dime a dozen. I ain't going to let this Bill Belichick part two happen over here. Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. No, 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 no. That is not happening. I'm not going to let what, 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 with the coach did. Oh, Peyton Manning, he, he, he won a Super Bowl. Don't let it happen. You know, don't let it happen because that's what normally happens when these great quarterbacks wind up, um, having um, problems with their team. I think it's going to happen with Stafford. You know, I think he's going to win a Super Bowl be some, before some of these players. You know, so, again, it is what it is. And, and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. Um, so, as far as, as, as far as that game is concerned, um, I don't know, man, because – you got both quarterbacks coming back. I mean, Russell Wilson's finally coming back from injury. He's been out for a while, and uh, it's a finger injury, so I expect him to be 100%. expect Aaron Rodgers also to be 100%. It should be an entertaining game. It brings back memories of, of some playoff games. I remember that playoff game where Russell Wilson came had this crazy comeback to beat the um, Packers in the playoffs where he, he threw a bomb in, in overtime to win it. So I know Russell Wilson is hungry to get back on the field and he wants to see if they can still make the playoffs. They still got a chance. Um, but he, I think they're more desperate for the win than, than the Packers are. And I think the Packers have, uh, they got a lot going on, bro. It's like a lot of drama. Uh, you know, you don't know how fully committed Aaron Rodgers is, or maybe he does want to kind of show how great he is based on the last game in which they lost, which we knew both predicted would, would happen. Um, as he would far probably as, have the best record in the league right now, eight and one, if he didn't have to miss the last game with the protocol. Right, exactly, which means you, you might lose out on home field, you know, because of that because of that one game. You, that very well could happen because if Arizona wins the rest of their games and, and you know, that's it. You know, they're going to have home field. So that that could loom large down the line, but for some reason I think Seattle is, is, will will somehow win this game based on you know the the maybe lack of chemistry that's been going on this week because of Aaron Rodgers not being able to practice. Um, Seattle, I just think is more desperate for the win. Is this in Seattle, by the way? Because if it's in Seattle, then then definitely. I feel like Seattle gonna win the game. Uh, no, this that's is a, it's a Green Bay. So, uh, so that that goes throws a monkey wrench in my my thought process. So I I don't know. Maybe I mean flip flip with a coin. Packers by three. Uh, I take Seattle with the points, man. But can they win the game? I'm gonna say nah. <laughs> no, nah, I'm gonna I'm gonna say nah, man, because I think it's gonna be a close game. Now that I keep looking at it, but like this is gonna be like a one point game, like last last second field goal, um, by by Green Bay winning this game. So so yeah, um, I'm gonna go 33-31, uh, Packers win a close one. The crazy thing is, I was gonna have a close score at 35-32. All right, <laughs> you know. Yeah. That's pretty much the only other big game, though. Yeah, um, every other game is kind of yeah. whack. I mean, all right, you got the Bills and the Jets. I think the Bills going to win. Who you yeah, think going to win? 
Bills for sure. You got the Browns <laughs> and the Patriots. I think the Patriots going to win. That's actually an interesting game because the Browns, you know, they proved last week, they proved us both wrong last week yeah, um, um, with blowing out the Bengals. You know, they used that that OBJ situation as motivation. Um, OBJ, I mean, Baker came out there and 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 really showed, you know, what he can do through a bomb to People's Jones. Like, who's People's Jones? Like, he caught a bomb from... But where they're playing? Where they're playing? Um, they're playing at the Evil Empire. They're not yeah, playing in Cleveland. <laughs> that is true. That is true. That is true. And um, the Patriots usually find a way to kind of confuse quarterbacks yeah. and whatnot. But I... I yeah, I think this is a game that the Browns win, bro. I'm gonna go with the Browns on this one. Okay, that's that, that, like that defense is just way, way, way better than people really give them credit for. They all are healthy right now. Um Chubb, who came back last week, is now on COVID protocol. I don't know why this thing keep going dark on me. Um the evil empire. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um so yeah, um, Chubb is in the COVID protocol, so he's not gonna play. But it doesn't really matter to the most part that that O line is pretty pretty solid, and they uh, that uh, running game is usually pretty good. Kareem Hunt, I think, is still injured, and maybe he's coming back. I don't know, but either way, I just feel the Browns will find a way to win. But now with their defense. Yeah, I say Kareem Hunt not ready to come back. Still got a calf injury, mm-hmm. so so you you out with your two running backs. So you got to depend on Baker to make plays in this one. And that defense, but I don't believe in Mac Jones. You believe in Mac I don't Jones? need. I don't either. It's just the plain fact that you got Baker Mayfield. I like Baker Mayfield, Mayfield bravado and everything like that. But he's going against Bill Belichick at the Evil Empire. So, and his starting running backs are injured and they're going through this turmoil that just happened with OBJ. Bill Belichick's going to find a way to win this game. Trust me, I want to go ahead and say Cleveland Browns, but just because they're playing over there, look, I'm just going to go ahead. And again, you know, Bill Belichick hate Cleveland. He used to coach over there when he was trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? He want to make them make them like, yeah, see, I if y'all would have had me, even though I got a, a young team right now, I'm still able to beat your team that's on paper better than mine. So, again, that's where I'm going with them. I'm not going with anything else besides that. Anything else because they're at the evil empire and because of Bill Belichick. All right. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns, though. I, I'm, I'm going to trust Baker Mayfield. Hopefully he can come through for, for your boy and um, he beats the evil empire. Uh, I'm going to say they win a somewhat close game in a low scoring game too. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go 19, 19, 16. Uh, Brown. My score. I'm going to go 12, um, 18. 18. I think they not going to score that many. They're going to score a lot of field goals. Okay. Um, Next game, you got the Bucks in Washington. I mean, the Bucks gonna win. I'm not even gonna, you know, 35 yeah, to 20. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Bucks gonna win that one. Um, you got the Falcons versus the Cowboys. 30, 30 to 14. Huh? Um, 30 to 14. Yeah, uh, Bucks over to uh, Washington. Yeah. Okay. And you got the Falcons versus the Cowboys. 
this should be a decent game. Why? Because the Falcons are, ever since they beat us, it's like they turned their they whole season around. They're 4-4 four four right now. And the Cowboys, they, I think they just lost their last game. Um, I don't know who to pick. It's a toss-up right now for me. Um, I don't really care who wins. Um, I want to say the Cowboys, but I'm just going to go ahead and say the Falcons just because I want Kyle Pitts to do good. I want it to be 5-4. and four. The Cowboys, they could lose a game and still be in it. But I, I, I want to be able to see um, Kyle Pitts somewhere late in the season fighting for a playoff berth or whatever like that. So that's the only reason I'm going to go with the Falcons, even though I know on paper the Cowboys are better. I'm going with my heart right now. You know what okay. I mean? So I think the Cowboys is going to go ahead and lose this game. It's going to be a close one. I'll say 30 to 28. Falcons. I'm going to go totally opposite. I, I think uh, the Cowboys going to blow out the Falcons. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really do. I, I hate the Cowboys right now because – Another year, another death in the suicide pool. I picked, I picked the Cowboys to win last week, and they get their ass mopped by the Denver Broncos. Killed my whole vibe. I mean, damn, man. I'm, the Cowboys, I don't understand what happened last week. Dak finally came back. Maybe he came back too soon because they didn't look like the Cowboys that we've been seeing this season at all. And I think for that reason, they come out and really play like how they were supposed to play last week. You know, I, I think they win this game by 10. Um, I think it's going to be high scoring. I think it's going to be a 40 to – let's go 40 to 30. 40 Cowboys. 30. Yeah. Okay. Next game, you got the Jags and the Colts. Colts going to win. Why? <laughs> because they're playing the garbage Jags. Um, but I think it's going to be a close game, though. I think that the Jags are starting to look better um, coming off another win. So I really think that um, it's, it'll be a close game, 28 to 21, but the Colts are going to go ahead and win this game. Yeah, I totally agree. I think Jaguars, same thing. Uh, been playing a lot better than, than earlier in the season. I think it's going to be a little bit closer, but I do think the Colts win the game. Um, you know, just give me 26-22 uh, Colts. Okay, you got the next game. You got the Lions versus the Steelers. Of course, Lions are 0-8. Steelers don't have a great offense, but they're still going to win this game. Why? Because of the team. And why? Because you got Goof on the other side. So I, there's nothing else to explain, but you got Goof. So, again, this is going to be a low-scoring game, 20 to probably 10. Yeah, yeah, I agree, too, on that one. Uh, Steelers, they just don't look like themselves. Ben, sh I feel like, should have retired last year. He looking at, like, slow, you know? He just looking slow, slow in his decision-making. It's like it, it, it's starting to get to a point where you just want him to just retire at this point because, you know, um, he's, he's like a – he's almost a detriment to the team because you got this explosive running back now. Um, you got decent enough receivers. The offensive line is still pretty good. And you're still putting up, like, mediocre numbers offensively. Defense, um, but the defense will do enough to win the game against the, the lowly Lions uh, because I don't see Goof and them doing really doing much, uh, even though they got uh, Campbell over there as their coach, who used to be the coach for the Dolphins for a little while. 
But yeah, Steelers win this game. Um, I say another 10 point victory. Let me just give me a 20 to nine. Okay. Now you got the next game. You got the, um, and not just that, but AB was actually right. If you want me to catch the ball, don't throw it on the floor. Don't throw it to the O line. So yeah, when it comes to the Pittsburghs, um, Steelers. Now again, you got the next game. You got the Saints versus the Titans. This would be a good game. Um, you got the Saints five and three, and you got the Titans seven and two. Uh, I do not like Tannehill, but at the end of the day, he got an O line. He got a decent defense, and I mean, you're you're going against a team that quarterback just got injured and. They're dealing with a new quarterback now. So just because they don't got the rapport and the chemistry with each other and you, you're you dealing with a team that is good right now, um, you 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 think that um, the actual Titans is going to do what they normally do. So uh, hold on, I'm going to get charger. charged. <laughs> uh, what's that? Let me get my charger. So, um, oh. so yeah, so I think the, the Titans is going to go ahead and win this one in a fighter. Um, of course, not even not even a fighter. I think the Titans will win twenty-eight to twenty-four. Yeah, similar thing with that. Uh, Saints uh, they playing with a backup quarterback to Taysom Hill. Titans um, good. At, they do enough to win games. Um, we saw them beat the Rams last week pretty handily. You know, without Derek Derek Henry. Um, and Saints are also going to be playing without Kamara. Kamara's hurt. Um, actually don't know exactly what's going on with the injury with him. I just got that notification yesterday about, uh, Kamara, which kind of hurts because he's on my fantasy team as well, but I did see that he was out for this game. And if he's out, then you don't really have a lot of other playmakers. Uh, to make a play. So you you dependent on a Taysom Hill to really kind of make plays and, 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 you know, get you a win. I don't believe it, you know, at all. So I do think uh, Tennessee wins this game pretty easily. Um, I, I'm going to go 24 to 13. Tennessee wins. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. So we got the next game. You got the Vikings versus the Chargers. Vikings three and five, Chargers five and three. <sighs> the quarterback that should have been probably on the Dolphins is going to continue on his path to prove our general manager and coaching staff wrong. And they're going to find a way to win this game. There's nothing. I mean, the Vikings going through turmoil with their running back and the controversy between yeah, you know, what's going on that. But hey, it is what it is. Right now, there's no need to cover that because he, nobody got locked up. It's he say, she say. So we'll just leave it as that. If it grow, then we'll probably bring it back up on the podcast. But for now, it ain't a story. And your team ain't doing good to make it a story. So um, you got the Chargers. Chargers are going to win this game <clears throat> just because I think they're a better team anyway. 32-21. Um, yeah, I think Chargers uh, do win this uh, by like a touchdown or whatnot. Uh, so... Yeah, that, that controversy with Dalvin Cook is unfortunate. He's a hometown guy, as we all know. And, um, yeah, with those allegations, they're always he say, she say, like Wes said. So hopefully it doesn't turn out to be something bad for the kid. Uh, but, yeah, Chargers, I just think overall, like you said, better team. And I think they win this one by a touchdown because Kirk Cousins is very similar to me. 
to goof. You know, he always finds a way to kind of lose games instead of win them. Uh, although he does have some great receivers and Thielen and KJ Osborne and um, the kid from LSU. Um, so he's got playmakers over there, but, you know, with Dalvin Cook going to go through what, what he's going through at the moment. Yeah. I don't think uh, the Vikings have enough to overcome the chargers who, you know, need to, you know, keep pace with wins uh, so they can get a, a good playoff seating Chargers win. Um, I'm going to say 27 to 17. Okay. All right, you got the next game, the Eagles versus the Broncos. I mean, should be a good game, even though that it's not considered a good, great game. I mean, look at the records, Eagles three and six, and then you got the Broncos five and four. I, I mean, the Broncos, uh, I mean, I wouldn't, I don't know why they traded Ron Miller. I don't even remember what they actually got for him. But if they traded Von Miller, that means that they felt like their defense could do good without him. When you when you trade somebody that's so good like that on a D-line, that means that you have confidence in your defense. You know, you got Patrick Sertain Jr. doing his thing, holding shit down, you know, all season. Um, again, when when you when they don't call your name as a a actual individual, um, that's a rookie on the defense too much, that means that you're doing your job. So um, he's doing his thing. I think the Broncos going to go ahead and win this game. Why? Because they're a better team. The organization don't have too much drama right now besides that trade that they just made. And I think that the Broncos go ahead and win this game handily, you know, 20 to 10. F the Broncos, man. They just killed my suicide pool last week. You know what I'm saying? I hate them boys right now. But um, I got to give Teddy Bridgewater his flowers because he's been playing pretty well. Um, He seems like he's definitely back to his form when he was with Minnesota pre-injury. So uh, I like what they got going on. And maybe, you know, they knew what they was doing to get rid of Vaughn Miller. Maybe he was, you know, causing trouble with with the team in the locker room. We don't know. Um, I'm not sure why they let him go either. I mean, he's obviously an all-pro linebacker um, that the Rams now have. The Eagles, they're, they're, they're a very up-and-down team. It's not a team you can trust uh, betting on at all. To me, the Broncos um, and the Eagles here should be playing a close game because Eagles always find a way to kind of keep things close and – like I said, they up and down. So you don't know which 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 team you're really going to get going into this game. Um, and it's kind of like a last gasp for, for the Eagles, too, where if they don't win this game, they ain't going to make the playoffs. If they win the game, they still may have a shot uh, to make the playoffs. They're three and six right now. So they have a shot if they can win, you know, the majority of the rest of their games. They may have, may have a shot at the playoffs. I doubt it, and I doubt that they would win this game against Denver as well. I think Denver sometimes, somehow pulls it out. Give me a field goal, 23-20 uh, victory for the Broncos. Okay, okay. So um, now when it comes to the last game that, that's on the actual docket, I mean, quick one, I think the Chiefs going to win. They're playing the actual Raiders. Raiders got too much turmoil going on over there. Of course, you got John Gruden suing the NFL right now. More turmoil brought to the to that particular team, and and I think it's just gonna mess everything up. The chemistry, people got to talk about this, talk about that, and you know you got the actual um, Kansas City Chiefs. 
that's, you know, still in the run of it. You know, they five and four, the Raiders are five and three, but one is in turmoil. The other one's just been making the wrong decisions, you know. Um, I think that Andy Reid's going to go ahead and home in on Patrick Mahomes and tell him, simple, make simple plays. All the deep balls that you're trying to do, don't worry about that. Just get the first downs. You already got a ring. You got nothing to prove. You know, you're likable. You've been losing games and the media haven't been blasting you. So this is the time where you can go ahead and flip it. So I think that they're going to go ahead and win this game. You're going to see Patrick Mahomes are old um, doing his thing. He's going to find ways to have the deep ball, mid-range, and the short ball, make his actual players, um, you know, do something with the ball after catch. So I think it's going to be a handed win 24 to, no, 28 to 19. Okay, I'm going to go to the other side on this because I don't believe in the Chiefs, man. There's something about the Chiefs that are off this year. And, you know, they, you know, won a game last week only because I think Aaron Rodgers wasn't playing. I think if Aaron Rodgers plays, they lose. So the Raiders, I think, are a decent team that has been playing better this season as opposed to previous seasons to this point. So I think the Raiders somehow pull this one off, pull off the upset at home, and that crowd really gets into it on a Sunday night game and pulls out a, pulls out a, a win for the Raiders uh, because their defense is pretty decent. They Once they get a running game going, Derek Carr can make some throws. Um, but the Chiefs, I think, are going to be in trouble uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, I think they're going to be on the brink of trying to make the playoffs because um, after this, you know, loss, which I, I think is going to happen, you know, there's going to be a lot of questions going on. And I don't know, Patrick Mahomes doesn't seem himself this this season or maybe defenses have figured out how to really beat them. Travis Kelsey doesn't look like himself. Tyreek Hill hasn't been consistent. So, I don't know. Something's telling me that the Raiders are going to pull this one off at home on Sunday night, but it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be 31 to 28. Uh, That's how they've been losing, really, (laughs) to be honest, by three points or so anyway. So you don't have anything on the Benjamin report. I mean, I mean, not really. Um, you know, um, obviously it's the playoffs going on. Uh, put out the, the rankings of of who I think the top 10 teams are. Uh, the South Florida sweep could be in effect. You know, uh, we would just need Miami Palmetto and Pahokee to really pull it off in 1A and 8A. But as far as all the other um, classes, I, I really think, uh, you know, they have a uh, South Florida has a great chance to to win every state title. Uh, the playoffs started pretty much this week. Um, I was at the Miami Central NMB game, bro. I see. <laughs> yeah, I'm and, not too. yeah, and um, I actually spoke to Bertani, bro. And I know I know how the podcast feels about Bertani. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I do want to say that. It, it wasn't it wasn't like uh it wasn't a good situation because i actually wanted to talk to one of his players after the game running back uh, the no the lineman as an offensive lineman that the hurricanes are looking at jason seraphin who's a decent lineman you know you know we need something to put on the o-line and i, I wanted to talk to him to see uh, how does he know, look like six four six five weight yeah, he, he's something like that. Uh, he didn't look good in this game because nobody looks good against 
Miami Central and the boys coming off the edge. Like, um, by the way, the uh, Ruben Bain that I've been talking about the past couple of weeks is now has a nickname, Hurricane Bain. That, that's what they calling him, Ruben Hurricane Bain. They were even announcing it on the on the loudspeaker, Ruben Hurricane Bain. So this is a player. You know, he's going to yeah, yeah, he, he wants to go. He want, that would be the ideal situation for him. But he was making Jason Serafin look look uh, pedestrian and uh, to be honest. But I did want to see if, you know, the Hurricanes were still in the mix for him or if he planned a visit or anything. But pretend he didn't let me talk to him, bro. He was That's like, why we don't like him. You know, he was being green about the situation. I was just like, damn, come on, man. I understand y'all lost. Y'all gotta <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I understand y'all lost. Y'all got eliminated I, for the playoffs. I, know, I mean, to be honest, we knew you wasn't going to be Miami Central. You know what I'm saying? They got B49 to 6. And, and he went to the school. And, he and yeah, he wouldn't let me speak to him, which is, you know, kind of the first time in a long time that a coach has denied me from just speaking to a kid. So I I was like, damn, like what 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 Chris really thinks about Britannia is true. <laughs> true. I don't like but his ass either. I was like, damn, and and he's one of the most longest tenured coaches in high school football. He's been with, with NMB for 26 years um as, as the head coach. And I think that's he's been mediocre for 26 years. Yeah, and he plays kids both sides, both ways. You know, if you play offense, you play defense too. That kid I was talking about, Seraphin, he playing uh tackle, offensive tackle, but at the same time, he's also playing D tackle. So what position he played better in? Offensive tackle for sure. Um, but he um has been notorious for doing that ever since we was in high school, them boys was playing both sides, you know. Um, that's never been uh, something different that, that he has done, and I'm not sure why. It's not like NMB that don't have enough players to play. They probably uh, don't want to play time. for him. <laughs> right, exactly. That could be the case. That could definitely be the case, but they did not look good. I mean, one of the, one of the players from NMB is committed to Indiana, Philip Dunham. He did have a nice catch on all. I just want to shout out him because he seems like he's going to be a, a pretty good player. Um, on the D1 level uh, for Indiana uh, next season. So shout out to him. But Danaby's quarterback was harassed this whole game, bro. Like he couldn't even have no time to throw at all. They couldn't run it. And Miami Central looks like the dogs that they are, and they're going to win another state title uh, for them boys uh, on 95th Street over there. So, um, but, yeah, that was the, the, the only game that I attended this this week uh next week is going to be likely american heritage and, and miami central that's going to be a game edison and and chaminade uh going to be playing next week as well so got a couple of good playoff games going on next week uh this week was kind of a wash you know all the great teams pretty much won first rounders first round games and just uh we are we just moving on to to the next um you know next uh round here um but yeah i mean that's pretty much all i got with the benjamin report i already talked about wesley the saint um because i spoke to him after the game and of course he's at the game uh today uh miami fsu so we'll we'll see what happens there 
um, in, in regards to his recruiting. But that's pretty much it uh, from the Benjamin Report. And, um, and that's all I had uh, um, all together with the podcast. Anything else you had? Right now, so this going to conclude this episode on the Mark well, West. I wanted, I wanted to talk about this um, – this 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 soccer thing that happened about this this is almost like on some Nancy Kerrigan shit. Have you have you heard about this? Nah. Like uh, so I think it was a uh, Paris Saint Germain, but the women's uh, side, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So they arrested this girl. Her name is Aminata Diallo, mm-hmm. and they arrested her for assault uh, on her teammate. But the story is pretty much that. I guess they I guess they play the same position, right? The other girl is a starter. The other girl's name's like Kira Ham Hamra I don't even know how to pronounce that. So I think she's the starter and the girl Aminata Diallo is like the backup or whatever. Whatever. So she took she asked this girl for a ride home, right? And then the story is that they got stopped by two dudes. Uh, one dude held the other girl, Aminata, and while the other dude assaulted this other girl. And well, wait, well, wait. No, no, no. He just, I think they just like, hit her, just fucked her up so she couldn't play. She couldn't play. Then the other girl got to start like the next game, and they won that game and shit. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's interesting. They, they already released this girl, but it's an interesting story that's ongoing. Yeah, I mean that's that that's a crazy story to hear. I mean, it's it's man, it's 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 like the old adage. I mean, keep your your friends close, but your enemies closer because you don't know who is is gonna do what to try to take your place uh, in, in this. I mean, it's it's crazy uh, the the world that we live in that that happens within teammates too. You know, like you know, you expect your teammates to go to war for you. like a brotherhood or a sisterhood or whatnot and and damn like it's not like what what we spoke about earlier in the podcast with the heat with with morris twin where it's really like you know i'm gonna fight for you you fight for me this is like i'm trying to i'm trying to come up and i'm I'm gonna do whatever i can look man take you out the game that that's that's crazy i think she should be arrested you know, um yeah arrested ne- never be able to play again, you know type of thing and yeah that, that's the type of stuff you don't want to see at all yeah but you know jealousy is is a sickness and some of these people in this world have it you have people in your family that's jealousy you have your friends jealous of you co-workers you have people that you probably never met before but they know your every move and they jealous of you whatever reason you know your success or the girl you have the car you have how much money you have don't have whatever it is so again you just you you want to make sure like what marcus said keep your um keep your friends close but your enemies closer but damn at the end of the day when you when you're disguised as a friend then you know it's kind of hard to see through that same thing like when it comes to family so unfortunate situation again she should be banned from playing that sport period. sports period she should be in jail and hopefully that that yeah, girl that already, they already released her. They released her, and uh, no foul. I guess the charges were dropped because there was like there's insufficient evidence. See, and that that's the thing I don't like. 
You feel me? Like they gave her a slap on the wrist. You release her. It's just something like people when it comes to um, people that they know they're going to get fired. Um, they get released. No, you should be getting fired. You know, release sounds too, too, too bland. And then you, you go somewhere else and, oh, you know, I just got released. You know, I got laid off or when, you, you know what I'm saying? So for me, you know, it should be banned from, from, from that program um, and sport, period. And you should be going to jail, charges getting dropped. It probably was not that serious of assault, you know, like, like the, um, the skating um, women. But, but still, regardless of the fact, you know, I mean, it is what it is. Crazy world, crazy people, crazy time. So um, unfortunate situation, but it is what it is. You're going to have people like that in this world. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Um, just shout quick shout out to the to the Panthers. They still balling. So shout out to them. Um, I'm thinking about just putting in a bet on them to win the Stanley Cup, just to put it right now, just in case it does happen. I can cash in on that. You know what I'm saying? So they still doing well. And then last was it last week? We had some good fights too. Fucking Jang against uh Rose. Um I always forget her last name. What was her last name? Rose uh, Lamachunas. Yeah, she defended her title uh, against Zhang. This was a, you know, it was a great fight the first time, great fight the second time. But, you know, it's, it's crazy that Zhang has lost again. Like, you know, she seemed unstoppable for a while. And then Rose comes in, and and Rose is very tactical, man. She, she's really tactical. She, she moves like 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 she's a ninja you know what i'm saying yeah. uh, so I, I i i like i like to see that fight and um i like what i saw from that fight i mean um it, it was a good fight till the end but rose retains the title that was a great fight and then um uh usman ended up beating um you know coke coming yeah. in again um so you know, uh, hopefully, I, I don't want to see that again. I mean, I think after two times, I think you're good. Um, he pretty much beat him convincingly both times. Although Kobe put up a good fight, you could tell. You know, he's a tough guy. Took a lot of, took a lot of blows uh, that would probably would knock somebody out normally. Um, yeah, but, I mean, but, he probably won like one or two rounds, but yeah, Usman won that pretty much clearly. Yeah. But yeah, um, Usman clearly to me still the the best pound for pound fighter in MMA uh, right now. Um, but I did miss the Canelo fight. So Chris, tell me tell me what you saw from the Canelo fight. And that shit was. I mean, Caleb Caleb was he looked good. He looked good. He was moving around. He was sticking him. You know, what I mean, you know, getting out of the way. His defense was good. His offense was good. But it was just like, and and for a minute, it was like, oh, you know, like, he was winning this round, maybe this round. But then little by little, it was just like, I don't know, just, I think, yeah, just, I think the body punches, the body punches just really, really fucked him up. So, yeah, he took him out of at, in the 11th round. This uh, Caleb almost fucking lasted the whole thing, but, wow. yeah, man, Canelo, Canelo's a beast. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's another another fighter you could say right now, pound for pound, probably the best fighter in the world right now. I mean, there's a lot of other fighters you could say, you know, uh, could be should, that he should fight. You know, there, there's 
I'm still waiting for the mega fight with, with Canelo. You know what I'm saying? I feel like when are we gonna get T Bud and, and um and Canelo or um you know uh what's the other guy? They're too um, light. Too light. Oh so so T Bud would have to go up and wait. Yeah, yeah, they're too light. Yeah. Canelo's already out there. What is that? Middle Errol, Errol Spence. Well what what about Errol Spence? You guys are like I don't even think they're at welterweight yet, or they're just at welterweight. Oh, okay. That middleweight, so, yeah. I mean, hopefully if that, if that could somehow happen, maybe Canelo could drop down or T-Bug go up, because those are really kind of the, the mega fights I'm waiting for with Canelo, because if not, Canelo's going to win. I, I feel I don't see Canelo losing, to be honest. Not me either. But, yeah, man, I think that's about it. Yeah. That's about it, though. I was listening to y'all. Those mega fights ain't gonna happen until them, until they go on Thriller, because the promoters is not gonna <laughs> let those fights that you want. Oh, to happen. speaking of that, we gotta speak on Frank Gore, about you know hometown kid Frank Gore. We all know legendary, gonna be a Hall of Famer, gonna fight Darren Williams in a, in a Thriller, in a Thriller <laughs> fight as as a as a pre-fight to the um to the Fury. Uh, um jake paul fight um so yeah um that's that's interesting man i i just don't want to see him get knocked out because you from the crib you are you are from the hood man the that red guy ain't gonna knock out frank go he looked like a boxer already i mean let's hope let's hope man because you know i just don't want to see it happen because i love frank gore i actually had a chance to meet him in person he's a he's a he's a Everything that you think he is, he's that. He's very down to earth. He loves football, always ready to talk it. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he's he's just a great guy from the crib and always represented. Um, and his his son is probably going to be in the league as well because um, he's coming out of uh, Southern Miss. So I just want to see Frank Gore represent from the crib, represent for the U. And, you know, he played for the Dolphins for, for a year. Um, so, they got rid of him. He was averaging five yards. A, a exactly. I don't understand why either. But um. But yeah, I just want to see him do his thing. So that's when's that fight, uh, Chris? Is that like in a month? I don't even. Yeah, I think it's it's soon. It's soon. Yeah, I think it's in December, early December or late November. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah, I'll definitely be watching that. Man. Brother. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all right. Yeah. All right. So, this is going to conclude this episode of the Mark West Sports Podcast. Until next time. Until next episode. Peace.